Welcome to the Not A Genius Podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm your host. My name is Josh. I'm your co-host. And today we have Kenny Seward, who is my business partner, and I'm so proud of him and super happy to introduce you guys to him. What's what, up, Kenny? What's up, guys? How you doing today? Okay. Yay, yay. <laughs> Kenny, just ignore the cameras. Just have this conversation with us. This is a major mistake that I had yeah. in the very first podcast, and it made me feel very uncomfortable. Okay. When we're just having these conversations, just you and me yeah. and Josh. And Josh, don't forget Josh. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> me, bro. No, then, yeah, nah, it's just us. Don't even think about the camera. Okay, cool. Yeah, don't think about the camera. I think that's the biggest advice. But welcome to your first podcast, man. First your guest. You're our first guest. You too. are our first guest. Congratulations. Oh, hey, thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have anybody else be our first guest knowing like how much value you brought to my life, how much value you brought to our business and how many things you've taught me. Like, I really want all the listeners of this podcast to hear about your story today, where you came from, and then, you know, honestly, where are we today and where we're going? I think that's going to be some super big content that we can share. So... Kenny, um, share with us, like, who are you? Where you come from? Tell me your story. What's your origins, man? Okay, man. Uh, we could get into that. But, you know, first I want to say, you know, just uh, likewise, bro, you know, you trusted in me, believing in me. And, you know, we didn't grow up together or nothing like that. But uh, we met through business and, you know, two business minds came together and we built that trust and rapport. And regardless of my background, you know, you gave me a chance. I gave you a chance and things are working out pretty good. So uh, I guess let me dive into it. I was born in Florida. Uh, my mom and my pop were they were migrant workers. So, you know, we traveled the East Coast on potatoes, tomatoes or whatever. I'm from Dover. Somewhere along the line, you know, my parents being hard workers and everything, and I kind of wanted easy money, you know, and I thought the way to go was to the streets, to the drugs. So, you know, I end up getting uh, in line with some of the uh, wrong guys, and I, I caught a lot of time over my life inside of the prison. So when I came home, you know, I start having kids. I met a woman, fell in love, start having kids. So that gave me a sense of responsibility. I felt like, hey, now it's time to, you know, buckle down, get a job because you got something to lose and you got people that dependent on you. So, you know, um, I get this job and I'm working and everything and I'm doing eight to four now. I'm content, but I'm definitely not happy. I think that, you know, life should be more than, than to go to work and then to go to sleep and wake up to the next day, just paying your bills. So, uh, I was working this job, uh, uh, doing construction road work. I think I left for work like four o'clock in the morning and I get home like seven o'clock at night. I barely have time to, uh, fix myself something to eat and then, you know, kiss the kids, go to sleep. And it's like that every day. So it's like a seasonal job. I get laid off from what November to February. So we work probably like eight months out of the year. And, uh, during this time, you know, you're on unemployment and Delaware really doesn't pay that much money on unemployment. So I'm thinking to myself, Hey, I need another side hustle without going back to the streets. So my brother, he steady sending me this literature, literature from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And he's like, Hey, you ever think about wholesaling? I was like, what's this? I see you keep hitting my inbox, but I really don't understand it. So at this point, I'm really interested because, um, he got on Facebook and I, you know, 
he got about like thirty thousand dollars in his hand, <laughs> and I know he don't hustle or nothing like that. And he's doing this real estate. Last time I checked a couple years ago, he's working at a restaurant. But here he is with this uh, real estate T-shirt on and thirty thousand dollars in his hand. So I said, "Oh, that's real. That don't even look photoshopped." <laughs> so um, I call him up. He explains to me the situation, basically about wholesaling and how you can make this extra money, you know. And hey, I, at the time, I really didn't have a, a long vision. My short term goals was to buy a dump truck at my job so I could work and have that dump truck making me money. That was my dream right there. So uh, he said, man, you could get that in one deal. You know, how much the truck costs? I said, man, about twenty five thousand. He said, man, you could get that in one deal. All you got to do is. Uh, get some bandit signs and uh, put we buy houses, get a Google number and uh, put your phone number on there. And I was like, what after that? He said, get the bandit signs first. So I went and got the bandit signs, posted them all over my town. I said, well, where you put them at? He was like, hey, at the major roadways, you know, like go to the Walmarts, all the major restaurants and stuff like that. And wherever you see a car stop at, you put that bandit sign right there on the corner and you ride past it and make sure when you stop you can see that sign and what it says and i was like okay cool i did that for like two weeks and uh <laughs> i did that for like two weeks and uh i got a call a guy said hey um is that you with the signs we buy houses on the side of the road i was like yeah that's my sign he said well i got a house in Smyrna, delaware i'm trying to sell i was like really i was like okay I'm going to come out. I'm going to take a look at the property. That's all I could say because my brother didn't give me no more information at the time. <laughs> so I called my brother and I was like, hey, man, um, the guy just called me. He's um, read my sign on the side of the road and, you know, he wants to uh, me to come by and check out the house. What's next? He was like, OK, cool. Right now you start lining up buyers. Right. So. I'm going to tell you how to go get your buyers. But first, I need you to go to the house, take pictures of the house, um, call a realtor, get some comps on what houses are selling for around that area. And once you get the comps and once you take the pictures, I want you to uh, call me back. So I went to the house and I said, so what do I say to the guy? He was like, just have a general conversation. Be relaxed. Let him know that you buy houses. Uh, you're going to come run some comps on the house. You want to take some pictures and you're going to get back with them because you got to go talk to your team about the house to make them an offer. So I went to the house. I took the pictures. When I went in, I'm thinking I'm going to have to have this whole educated conversation about this and that and the structure of the house. I really didn't. I went in the house. I asked the guy, hey, um, here, you're trying to sell your house. He was like, yeah, well, let me tell you about it. So I just listened and he just went on and on and on and kind of felt like people like to talk about their house. And, you know, I asked him what his motivation was. He's like, listen, uh, me and my wife had the house. Uh, we divorced. I let her stay in the house. I moved somewhere else. There's still a mortgage on the house. And uh, I want to sell it, pay her off and get out of this situation. I was like, OK, I'll give you a call back in a day or two. I went home downloaded the picture showed them to my brother and he basically said um that's a full rehab <laughs> <laughs> so you know the full rehab at the time was fifty thousand it's about seventy eighty thousand now with the prices of material up but back then you know full rehab fifty thousand dollars the house to me was worth like 250 260 or something like that 
So uh, I did my calculations. Let me skip back a little bit. Before I went on this appointment, I went to my local real estate meetings mm-hmm. and they gave me the formula for wholesalers for bidding on houses and how to calculate how much 70% times the ARV, right? Mm-hmm. And then you subtract the um, rehab costs. The rehab costs. And then on top of that, your fee. You, yeah, your fee. Yep. And that's your number. So, you know, I got my number in mind. I talked to my brother. I got my rehab. Now it's time to find a buyer because you could have a house, but you got to have a disposition. So I go on Craigslist. I post the house. My brother told me go on Craigslist. Join every real estate group on Facebook. And from those real estate investment groups, I posted my house on all the real estate investment groups. I went on Google, pushed in. (laughs) It's the number that saved my life and changed my life. I push in, we buy houses. Boom. Call. Hello, do you buy houses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My name's Jesse Wynn. Yeah, I buy houses. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I got a house in, you know, Smyrna, Delaware, Adrian. He was like, you know what? I'll meet you there tomorrow. So I go to the house. I meet Jesse and, uh, and a what? I tell him how much I want the house. He looked around. Wasn't no structural damage. He came back out. He was like, hey, man, listen, I'll pay your price. I was like, what? I'm making like 10, 15,000 off this deal. You just 10 minutes, you're going to pay my price? He was like, yeah. I said, well, you know what, Jesse, man? Um, I'm just going to give you the buyer's number, the seller's number. And, you know, we just write. Jesse was like, ho, 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 man. People going to take advantage of you in this game. So. That that information stays with you. You just give me the assignment contract. The purchase contract is between you and the seller. So, you know, because I did, I I forgot to say, I did put the guy on the contract mm. for, what, 50, 60,000 or it sold it for like eight seventy. I don't, I forgot the terms of the contract that me and Jesse figured out. Yeah. But he basically told me, you know, it's for people out here that are take advantage of you. This is my first time meeting a guy, actually, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were about to make a super major mistake in your career. Yes. Yes. You're about to not make money. You're about, you're about to have the worst experience and maybe would not wholesale. Yes. That, man. Yes. There's some slimy people out there. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I'm thinking everybody, he's going to make money. Mm. He wouldn't steal my uh, seller. But... It, there's people out there that are still your seller. You're supposed to keep that information between you and them. That's they, you know, they just get the assignment agreement. The purchase agreement goes to the lawyer. What I came to find out later. So basically, that's how I got my first deal. And, you know, that's how I met Jesse. So let's fast forward a little bit. Jesse's on his grind. Now, I done got my first deal. That's like a a, a shark's a shark smelling uh, blood in the water, right? I got yeah. my first deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I done put this together. I'm super, you know, like I'm super hype. I'm like, darn. I got my, my brother even told me, bro, you got your first deal within the first month. That's like people work six months to get their first deal. I was like, right. So, man, let me tell you about real estate now. This is when real estate hit me. And this is, my brother said, so I need you to go on Facebook and open up your own real estate network group. I was like, okay, cool. He said, that way, anybody you meet, you could put them in your group and you could sell your own properties to the people in your group. And, uh, and I open up a group right now, got like a thousand people in it. So that's not, to me, that's a thousand buyers, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, as I start selling houses, I start meeting more people. Now, 
I don't come from a real estate background or nothing like that. So I got educated by Facebook and the people that I met on it and the people that I met traveling. All my experience came from them. My experience didn't come from school or going to get my real estate license or having somebody I knew educate me on real estate. It was people that I met trying to do deals with other wholesalers. I learned how to do systems and program. Now, my brother, he's not like that. He's basically, if it's free, it's for me. It doesn't cost you money to get your first deal, right? You don't have to skip trace. He made me, I told him, man, somebody just told me you could um, um, skip trace up to a thousand people for a penny for, you know, for like 10 cents. And he was like, yeah, that's good. But do you know how to manually find people skip trace? And I was like, nah, he said, then that's what you need to do. You need to learn how to manually do something before you try start relying on all these systems and all these programs. So he taught I took a thousand page uh, list and skip trade manually skip traced it, looked up every number and uh, found the people myself, you know. So I learned how to do stuff manually. And then, you know, as I met more people and I got more deals, they turned me on to more programs and systems and when you don't have no money, you cannot spend money wholesaling. And there's a way you could wholesaling without wholesaling. Without using money. Yeah, without using money. Yeah. It, there's it, it uh you hustled. You like made the band of signs. Yeah. Like even if you have very little money, but you have a lot of time, like you can just drive around neighborhoods, write down addresses, write down letters and just mail it to the people or drop it off bro, inside their mailboxes. Bro, my, my first bandit sign was like a, a dollar store piece of paper, right? Like, mm -hmm. and then, you know, I went to some store and got the little bamboo sticks and yeah. I got the glue and glued it on. And stuck <laughs> oh, it you didn't even yet. buy yeah. the bandit sign. No, bro. And I wrote on you, that paper. <laughs> that's why you go be buying Michaels. That's yeah. why, I, that's why I see inside the credit card statement, Michaels yeah. every yeah. single week. Yeah, yeah bro. That's Are you still I, putting out bandit signs? Yes, bro. No sometimes, bro, I got like so many bamboo sticks in my basement and, Things yeah. on the whatever. If you come around Scarborough <laughs> Road in Dover, you see my bandit sign right there. Everywhere. Like the bandit signs this is got the famous me my bandit sign. Yeah. Yo, Kenny, move your uh, pop filter in front of that mic. Oh yeah. yeah so perfect. so yeah. So the bandit signs is like amazing. And you know, you got to start from scratch. You just can't go heavyweight when mm -hmm. you're um wholesaling from the gate. You can't spend your all whole that, yeah, yeah, all on your, your paycheck. There's a way yeah. you can wholesale. It's a little harder, but mm -hmm. it teaches you so much substance mm -hmm. from doing it that way. Now, it's people who want to, and I know some guy. Uh, we were I talking to a dude this week who spent 15K trying to get his first deal. His first never, deal, wow. Never got his first deal, which is, you know, I connect him to Kenny. He I, he first connected to me, and then I connected him to Kenny. I'm like, dude, we're going to send this guy on like an internship or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, or yeah. we have a little wholesale academy. Maybe we do that for the community. Yeah. And the, you know, the thing is, right. There's people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for the information that we're giving out for free. Right. There's people who's getting coached. You know, we getting coached, you know, cause we're at that level, but there's people who are getting into the game that see this game of wholesaling and real estate investing. And they're spending a lot of money. 50K. Snake yeah. oil. And I'm telling you, I learned everything that I learned for free. For other people. Right? Because it doesn't take nothing to have a general conversation with somebody. 
Yeah. And that's what wholesaling is. You call somebody and if they're not hostile about you calling or reaching out to them, then it becomes a, a conversation between um, two human beings. So we're going to humanize and and the substance of that conversation is for them to get what they want. And at the same time, me to get what I want. And long as you got that understanding, a deal could get done. Right. Mm-hmm. So my point of this conversation is basically like this. If you're just starting off wholesaling, you really do not need money to get yeah, your to first deal. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're doing 10 to 20 deals and you're trying to scale up, mm-hmm. they get a hundred deals, then okay. You can spend the money. Yeah. But to get your first deal, you do not need that much money. So let's move forward a little bit about this conversation about me and Jesse. So, um, so where are you guys at now? Well, no, I want to. I kind of want to pull it back before we start talking about where we're at now. No, it's, no, there's no. like so much stuff that <laughs> we just, could talk to. You just told us you went to prison, and I was like, <laughs> so you went from being in prison, or first you were selling drugs on the street, and yes. then you went to prison, yeah. and then you came out, became a construction worker. Working the hustle, I don't know how long you worked that grind for. You're laid off for three months out of the year, three or four months out of the year. You still have a family to take care of. Dude, you got your kid like here at the podcast at my house. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this kid can I, man. What, if what? you guys hear him inside in the, the background. In the back, that's yes. Him. Yes. He's just on his on the iPhone hanging out. He's in and out of the porch. Um, okay, it's whatever. But I love the kid. But here's the thing, like, you go from all that to then having this conversation with your brother since he finally flashed the cash on social media. Tell me like about the progression of where your mind was at, because it sounded like in the beginning you were an entrepreneur and then from being a street entrepreneur to then being an employee to then now being, uh, to then going back to being, you know, a DIY street entrepreneur and you were selling the wholesale deals, you know, skip tracing them by hand, doing everything yourself. It sounded like, that was a level of familiarity and like where we are today, like we're real business people trying to build real systems that can scale, continue to hire people, bring on staff, like super systematized. So this is like not anything I feel like you are used to. I mean, could you share with me like how your mindset progressed or developed or did it feel, did it feel like it was the same from when you were selling drugs on the street to then when you were, uh, an employee, and then you were wholesaling by hand. Okay. That's a good point you brought up. So remember I told you my family came to Delaware as migrant worker. That's hard work. That's sweat and labor, throwing potato bags up all day, man. I was in the field with my mom since I was like six years old. So when I got older, it was some guys out to my neighborhood, man, and they'll pull up and they got like $20,000, $30,000 in the glove department. They open their glove department. I'm like, man, darn, I want that, right? That's that's what I, that's that, that, that had my attention. I didn't have no doctors or no lawyers showing me wads of money because that wasn't in my environment at the time. So when it came time for me to get wads of money, that's what I knew. These people in my neighborhood who got the money, they got it, they got it out of the mud. They, you know, they, they, they go to the trap. They, they, they make money. So, 
uh, that's what I migrated to because that was, you know, I was a product of my environment. That's how they made money. I didn't know no doctors. I didn't know no lawyers. I didn't know nobody who graduated from college and went on to make a lot of money. People in my neighborhood wasn't going to college, you know. They was going to the streets. Their college was prison. And that's where I was headed in my mind. You know, that was my ultimate graduation to make it to prison, to be with my friends or something like that. So I was a product of my environment. Now let's skip forward. You know, I did my time. I went back. I did my time. And you know, you asking yourself, if you went to jail one time, why would you go to jail two times? Because when I went to jail, they, it it was people in there telling me how to do it better than I did it last time. (laughs) (laughs) It might sound foolish, (laughs) but you know, I'm, I'm from a little country town in Dover. Right. So, uh, Uh, it's people up here in the city that's doing it way better in Dover in the drug game. So you go to prison, <laughs> you meet other people that you'd be like, wow, you got it for that price. And so, <laughs> so you guys are masterminding in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's a mastermind in prison. <laughs> you know, you meet the plug in prison. You know, <laughs> you come home, you meet the plug and you, you try to do it better. But the only thing you do better is you get more time than you had the last time. So <laughs> <laughs> More risk, more but reward. You, but you're young and more some of you guys prison. out there, they don't got kids. They mm-hmm. don't got mortgages to pay. And most of some people, parents are on drugs. My parents wasn't on drugs. You know, they was church people. But, you know, I had to get back to that so especially up in cities a lot of people parents on drugs and they're product of the environment they're not they're not seeing all this positive when you know how to go out there and make money in wads right mm-hmm. the type of money that support you and your family and you don't got to wake up worrying about t- you ain't you know what they call that hand to fist or something like that feeding yourself so there's there's not people in the community that's showing people how they could do better without even having a what a co- being being a college graduate and make that type of money. Where I came from, what I saw how to get money is what I did, you know. But now, you know, I'm going back to my community and you know I'm doing all these posts because I'm showing the money in the wads. But you know, and Jesse, that's such a good question. So I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer this. Then this is how I fell on our first deal. So um. We make the deal. Now, I'm going to make $10,000, 10 to 15. I forgot what the deal was, right? Now, when I made that type of money back in the day, right? I got 10, 15,000, right? I'm waiting for the police to kick in my door, right? This can't be legal. So uh, I go to the closing table. They write me the check. I cash it. I got the money in the morning. I wake up looking to make sure I ain't get followed back from the closing attorney's office. <laughs> Because, you know, that's usually what happened when you're in the street. But, you know, I don't have to wake up no more and worry about the police kicking in my door. I get all this money in wads, a lot of money, you know, and I don't got to worry about the police. And that's the best part of it, you know, because back in the day, you know, even though I made money and, you know, I was good at what I did, there was always the people who wanted to rob you. Right. Mm. And kill you for those drugs. And. You never knew when you was meeting the plug what position he was in because he could have just got robbed and you bringing your money there. Yeah, and now he's, he's like, you, yeah. <laughs> okay, and kill you because you know him. So, mm-hmm. and then you got to worry about the robbers and then you got to worry about the police and then you got to worry about the snitches. You know what I'm saying? So, there's too many moving pieces. There's <laughs> too many moving pieces. What is going on? They don't, and they don't work for you. <laughs> and they don't work for it's, it, it, it. The risk. It's not worth the risk is what I'm saying. So once I had my brother who used to be in the game with me change his life, 
and came back for me and was like, hey, you can make money. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I already got the hustle. I done sat in the trap all night long and take a bath for a week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just sitting in the trap house all time trying to make money now i can sit on my computer all day just like but i'm taking a bath now yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure bro but you know now i can just sit in my house on the computer it's the trap it's the new trap mm-hmm. all i got one of these calls in my mind is man one of these calls that i'm gonna make can make me 10 to thirty thousand. so even though people cuss me out say don't call me i bulletproof myself with every deal you know so somebody cusses me out, I know what it is when I'm not getting cussed out. Mm-hmm. At the end of one of these calls, and you know, and I tell people this, Josh, and I probably told you this, man. You have to be the first one to call him. You got to be on it. And I know it is so downgrading, degrading hearing people cuss you out and tell you off. But just one call yeah, can make you, you ten call. to thirty to forty thousand dollars, and it's worth the risk to me. Mm-hmm. I've done even knocked on people's doors, you know. Yeah. When they don't pick up the phone. So I, I don't care, you know. I mean, I care to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but I'm respectful when I'm doing it. But when I thought stuff was going to go to the left, somehow it went to the right. And and basically now uh, I'm just more family orientated. And uh, one thing about real estate is when you really dive into real estate, it'll change. My brother told me this too. Uh, shout outs to Chris Vaughn's, right? So. It'll change your life. It'll change the people you hear, you hang around. It'll change the people you talk to, right? And it'll change your mindset on life. Real estate is an amazing thing. Real estate investment is an amazing thing. Like within the last three years, uh, I done cut off 20 friends and gained 20 more good friends, you know, based on real estate. So... I don't hang with the same people. I don't talk the same. You know, I don't think the same. So um, it's like it, pruning a tree. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You prune the tree and then new branches grow back and how, everything's more healthy. Yeah. How about you? You're doing real estate, Josh. Has it changed your life and the people you talk to and hang around? 100%. Exactly. It, 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 it's it's a life changing experience. You know, long as you're, you, you stay spiritually connected. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. your motivation is in the right place. And you don't and you do have to sometimes in real estate check yourself from greed because um you have to give back. And there are some people out here who really selling their houses who really don't know the value of their houses. So you got to definitely dummy it down a little bit and not take advantage advantage of people because you got to figure that some of these older people really don't know and if that was your mom and dad you wouldn't want that happening to them so um and that's just basically it just like uh and just wanted to go back to the past so in between me and Jesse meeting each other on our first deal, I, I think I had a 16 house deal. I had another deal. So I called this guy up one day. I was like, yo, Jesse, why don't we just go on business together, man? Like, you know, and he was like, oh, man, let's just wait to two, three more deals. So I don't know what changed because like in two weeks, he called me back. So what changed, Jesse? What are you referring to exactly? When I off, when I actually was like, hey, Jesse. Let's go in business together. And you was like, yo, let's just wait the two, three more days. Oh, when we did our first deal together. And what happened was we JV'd on the deal. Both of our companies were on the title. Yeah. And then you were suggesting, hey, why don't we just go into one company, 
do it together. Well, what happened with me was I've done that about two times beforehand with other people. And it always seemed like we had different core values or different mission statements internally. And those things were not really well communicated. And I didn't know that that was something that you had to talk about. So something inside of me just told me I need to hold back, feel out the, the people, feel out the environment and just have a better understanding of what a real business partner long-term looks like. Yeah. So I just didn't know whether or not getting a business partner was right for me because I've done witnessed, you know, people breaking up, people feeling like one party is doing a lot more work than the other and just felt very undistributed, unwell, unproperly distributed. So, you know, I just never wanted to be in that environment where, oh, we already signed all the papers to be business partners and we have this commitment and then we're not um, we're not going to be business partners anymore because we didn't properly do our due diligence on one another. But I've seen you hustle and I've seen you hold to your word and you're probably next to myself. The highest integrity person in terms of because when i look at myself to all my friends i think that i'm the best friend yeah i'm their bestest (laughs) friend because i hold true to my word when i say that i'm going to be at the airport at a certain time and pick you up at a certain time i'm going to be there if you need a ride even on a rainy day even in traffic i'm gonna figure out how to get there i hold to my word and i keep people updated you keep me updated you call me like literally 10 times a day when I'm texting people like 10 times a day. So that's the only difference between you and I. Yeah. But I think there's so many similarities. I'm so anti-text. I, I, I it, it just blow. I'll be seeing your text coming through, right? And you know, when you te- text somebody, you can see that um they read the it? little yeah, no, oh, the, the little lines. Typing, I just yeah. can't wait. I'm like, "Man, what is it? <laughs> Yo, what are you trying?" <laughs> I I'll go ahead and text. Yeah. I just go ahead and call yeah. him. I, I just can't wait for him to write 20 words. I was like, "Man, I'm going to call this guy right now." But um anyway, that, yeah, yeah, I think that made a really big difference when we did our first deal together and I saw how we communicated during that project and how you held people accountable. I thought that that was a really good leadership trait that not a lot of other people are very firm too so i didn't really know where you came from either honestly i think it was better that i didn't know where you came from and it was like i'm really grateful that i was very honest with you with the very first deal and i didn't just like try to swipe it like if i had a really bad mentor somebody who was really slimy and they're just like no like they gave you the number to the seller go cut them out oh if i cut you out I don't know, man. I might have bullet man, holes through my house, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to do the drywall and all of a sudden you demo it. And then I come back the next day. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, I should have just. It cost me more money to not pay him his assignment fee than all the trouble that he's going to cause me for the rest of my life. So, I, yeah, I'm very fortunate, man. Like, I felt like that was God giving me discernment yeah. you know, to build this relationship, to continue to treat people the way that I want to be treated. Yeah. Hey. And, you know, I want to go back to this, too. Um, If you, like, want to wholesale or something like that, it's a very, very aggressive job because the same list you got, somebody else's has. So you have to be aggressive. You have to be firm. You have to lock that deal up, you know. And you got to go at it from a perspective of having integrity and holding to your word. A deal waits for nobody. And, you know, um, and that's how I was able to be like semi-successful. But I'm not as successful as some of these wholesalers out here. So 
you know, that that's why I'm trying to up my game. We're trying to get more deals. You know, we're trying to build this company up. And uh, it's it's it, it's a lot to do. It's, it's a mountain to climb. And I think, you know, and the most important thing is how hiring that talent and nurturing them, you know, because I got it out the mud. You know, everything I learned, I, I watched a million YouTube videos to get where I'm at. Right. So some people don't got the patience for that, you know. Anytime I go back and, you know, learn, see the th systems I learned how to upload it. I did that thing. I mean, I did them things just from watching YouTube videos. It, there's a lot of literature and a lot of information and you just can't take for one person. You, 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 you have to build your character and make that into the wholesaler you want to be. You cannot use nobody else's script for yourself. You have to make that script yourself. You got to do something that makes you comfortable. You got to. Oh, you got to build, you know, your wholesaler character, who you are as a wholesaler and how you get your deal done and what works for you. So something your core values. Yeah. 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 And, and your principles. Yeah. Based on your core values and your principles, because there's some wholesalers out here who will lock your deal up just to renegotiate later. And I don't think that's fair. I think that they should. Make their offer yeah. and then tell the seller, if you go with another offer, there's a chance that you're going to get worked down. And when that happens, cancel the contract, give me a call. Yes. But if you want to go straight from the gun and close the deal, don't waste any time, you can work with me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I really respect so about you. So you guys been doing this podcast. I haven't been here. Haven't so. Been here. What's your story, Josh? Let me hear a little bit about oh, you. No, this Come, is... it's coming out tomorrow at six a.m. Oh, it is. Yeah, you gotta bro. listen to the yeah. podcast to know his story. Yeah, yeah I this, never. Same this thing is with Jesse. About, this is all about you, Kenny. Well, this is all yeah. about me. This is all oh about man, you. I feel special. Ask yeah. him a question, Josh. Josh, be a question. Bro, Let's my, go. Ask him a question. Let's my go. My question is: What are your final thoughts? Because you got to go soon. Oh God! No, final words. no, no. Yeah, we got. We'll give him ten minutes. Can you do ten more? Ten more minutes. Yeah, said eleven forty-five, right? It's fine. Oh, let's go. It's fine. Let's Josh. go. All right. What What are your final words to someone who wants to get, get started in real estate and they don't know how? Join your local real estate investment group and attend and meet people and shake hands. Introduce yourself and people will talk to you. That's what I say about that. That's what happened to me. I joined the real estate groups and I went to the real estate meetups and just like me and Jesse's doing now, you know, there's a lot of new people that's coming in there and they just want to talk and learn and feel comfortable. They don't want to feel uncomfortable. They want to feel like they're, Hey, there's some room in this game for them. And, uh, and I think that we're creating that platform for with our real estate meetups because, you know, I think they're the only ones happening in Delaware right now. So these they're the only good ones happening in Delaware yeah, right now. Yeah. 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 So, you know, these real estate meetups for these new fresh wholesalers, you know, come, go, call, talk. If you got a question in some of these real estate groups, ask, ask the question. There's somebody who's going to answer it. Hey, I'm looking for a cash buyer. A thousand people are going to text you their number. Hey, do you have a wholesale contract? A thousand people are going to text you a wholesale contract. Hey. How do you do a assignment agreement? A thousand people are going to email you. Uh, a agreement, yeah. Yeah, assignment agreement. People are going to help you. Mm -hmm. You just have to ask and go. You can't be lazy. This game waits for nobody. Yeah. 
Right. Because it's money to be made, right? Mm-hmm. And in the back of everybody's mind that's hitting it, hitting you back to the first question, hey, uh, uh, I need a purchase agreement. They're thinking they could be your buyer, so yeah. they're going to help you. Of hey, I, Okay. So assignment agreement, they thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. When they answer your question, they want to do business with you. You're mm-hmm. fresh. Maybe you know something. When you get on that page and you're saying, hey, I'm looking for a buyer as a buyer myself, I'm thinking you got a deal. I don't know that you're building a, your buyer's list. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to send you my information so you can send me your deal. It's easy stuff. These these Facebook pages make you a lot of money. So you need to join every real estate investment group you can and you need to watch every YouTube channel you want. I would say some names out there, but I'm not promoting these yeah, stuff bro. today. You <laughs> no feel free me? Promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse unless, Wynn unless and Kenny us, Seward, right? The upper room group. River you can hit us Mastermind. up on Facebook. <laughs> we only promote our own stuff. And we only promote our own stuff. So, you know. Until they start promoting us, but nah. Um, so if you look us up on the um, Facebook, it'd be uh, Kenneth Seward or Jesse Wynn, Delaware Real Estate uh, Network or Tri-State Real Estate Network. You know, you you got a deal you want to uh, sell, you could call us. Just inbox us on the Facebook. Or if and, you want help with a deal, you can hit Kenny up. He's the master of sales. Yes. We got all types of deals. If you even got a sub two you want to assign, we'll take that. Or you want to know how to do a sub two, we'll, we'll, we could, we'll teach you that. You know, we're not charging you guys. You know, we want to see y'all succeed. So, Kenny, I want to wrap things up and ask you one more thing. Could you tell me one thing that makes you who you are today? My kids. Yeah, my kids—they keep me going. That's something to lose, and something that you know keeps me grounded. And the the thing that um, the other thing that keeps me going is you, Jess. You know, no, you trusted in me. Hey, did I tell you guys this guy took me on my first plane ride? I almost died up there, <laughs> somewhere between Idaho and California, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he took me on my first plane trip. He even invited me to his wedding. I stayed with him and his fiance at their uh, house. I mean, me, a guy, and everything I done did in my life, I, um, everything, I'm going to start choking up and crying. I might even drop a tear. But uh, <laughs> but I bet uh, Jesse's uh, uh, wife's dad, he's an amazing man. Man, I had um, some of you guys in Delaware, y'all still buying um, Chinese food from the um, from the little Chinese stores. I had real Chinese food. <laughs> Home cooked. <laughs> man straight out of China. Man straight out of China. You, you know, that's that's what I experienced. So the things that keep me going is to, you know, uh, make this guy happy, make the team that we done built around us happy and things like that. So, and we we got uh, Josh, his brother, uh, Jacob, the, uh, oh, what, uh, Caleb the, with the bang. <laughs> Jake. I'm trying to get him to dress his name up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, so funny. It's, his, it's his birthday too. <laughs> yeah, it, happy birthday! Happy but birthday. Caleb with the bang. I'm trying to get him to dye that bang blonde or something, right? Well, <laughs> 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 hey, man, we got a, uh, we got an amazing team. We trying to lock Delaware down. We trying to uh, make everybody money. So yeah, Jesse, man. Um, if you want to be part of our journey, hit us up. Whether you guys want to get into our deals learn about real estate, learn about business, or make the jump from your daytime job to investing in properties. 
in chasing financial freedom. We're here to support you guys. And not only that, guys, you see this in here on this paperwork right here. I got some specs for fix and flip we doing with some support beams and right here. Oh, sorry. This is a purchase agreement. So I'm leaving here right now to go get a contract signed. Okay. See that? Yeah. He That's, makes things happen. Yeah. We are making things happen here. We went from having zero deals under contract or at least zero new contracts in August until having on August 31st, 2022, having two deals. One already verbally negotiated and the other one signed as yeah. a short sale. Yes. This this man makes things happen. Yeah. No, 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 bro. You just can't put that on me, man. So uh we make things happen. Yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you guys. Thanks for watching. All right, dude. Peace. Thanks a lot for coming on. Peace. Man. <laughs>